Joining us now, he is a PGA Tour, uh, Champions Tour player, and he was a vice captain for the Europeans in the Ryder Cup. Robert Carlson joins us. Robert, welcome back into the golf shop. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. Thank you very much. Good. Great to be with you. Uh, by the way, we got to start on the Champ Tour. Uh, Pretty well, going pretty well. I mean, 16th in the Schwab Cup rankings, uh, 11 top 10 finishes, been knocking on the door for a victory. Uh, seems like you've had some good success out there this year. Yeah, it's been a great year. It was it was fantastic. It felt like a new start in my career. I played on the European Tour up to... Uh, I could play the Tour School on, on the Champions Tour, and I managed to squeeze my way onto the Champions Tour, and I've, uh, it becomes a bit like a fresh start, and I'm and, uh, really enjoying my time, so it's good. Now, is it is it as chill yeah, on that tour as we think it ask. is? That's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, put it this way: when you when you play from the first tee to the 18th green, it is it is game on. Everybody wants to win. It's right. very competitive player, players that have uh, made a living from uh, from playing competitive golf for many many years. So definitely very competitive. But off the golf course, it's a little bit more chill, definitely. People are uh, a little bit more settled in life, um, uh, enjoying the time and, and understand also that uh, at the end of the day, the the game is only the game and everything is not kind of based on it. And, and you're, you're fine as a person, even though you don't, might not sort of every week play well. So it, it's a little bit more chill and people are a little bit, little bit more relaxed and, and we're definitely enjoying uh, each other's company. It also becomes a very different atmosphere when you have pretty much the same players every week. Yeah. So um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a nice atmosphere and I think everybody playing out there enjoying it. Oh well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I had no doubt that y'all want to, uh, you know, step on somebody's throat when you got a chance to do it to win. But uh, yeah, it just seems like the atmosphere, you know, guys kind of hang out more. They're laughing and joking and uh it's a little more, a little more relaxed, you know, maybe on the range and on the putting green and things along those lines. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. All right, so uh, Ryder Cup, something you may not want to talk about, Robert. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that's that's, a, that's the thing with the Ryder Cup, and that's, in the, that's yeah. also the thing with the game. I mean, if you're going to put your neck out there and trying to do your best, it's going to be some painful losses if you want to have the big wins as well. And, and this time we were on the receiving end on, on exactly. the. On the painful loss but uh, it was a very very impressive american team they put out and, and they did very very well and uh if you look on it uh, over the last probably i think it was seven out of the last um uh, num- world number one amateurs in that team with scotty scheffler and, and cantley and, and spieth and thomas so i mean it was a lot of really really good young players coming through the ranks and and in the Ryder cup this new generation doesn't carry the memories and the scar tissue of a, of a bunch of tough losses. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they came in and they, they, they did their job in, in the way top players of the world are expected to do. And, right. and uh, we did not play up to standard. So it was, uh, it was a definitely, it was a, it was a big win for them. And they deserved every, every <laughs> ounce of it. That's just the way it is. Robert, we were talking earlier about how, how does, how does this U.S. team, uh, how, how are they going to fare in the, in the future? And, and my answer to that question was, I think we're going to see more home, home against away, and I just think the home team's going to win probably every other year um, for a while. The, the U.S. team looks really—I mean, man—that from from top to bottom they were pretty strong. Now I will give you that I don't think you guys made the putts that you usually do. I just didn't see as good a putting from the Europeans as as, as in the past. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the the final stats yet. I'll talk to our our stats guy. I got. Def- 
just curious to see what actually happened. Yeah. As a vice captain, you work with one group, so you're very... I never saw John Rahm have a shot, or Garcia, a, a shot in tournament. I was with a lot with Hatton, a lot with Casey, so you see very little, you just kind of hear. But I, I saw some of the stats, and obviously the, the American team outputted us, but, but also outplayed us. So uh, um, they were much better. But this is, um, just as you said as well, the home... Sort of home course advantage or home home match advantage is huge, and um, it's one is one thing that for me disturbs me a bit, uh, and that was the behavior of the crowd. I was going to uh, ask you that question. Yeah, yeah, it was not it was not good, and and I was hoping we as a society had come a bit further, and I was hoping that the golf crowd could show a bit more class. So I'm actually going to see I'm going to talk with some of the other vice captains now when I meet them in Jacksonville next week mm-hmm. and see if we can do something about this because it's it's worrying. Uh I talked to the also with the um uh, I think it's tournament director of uh, uh, Quail Hollow and and he says I mean our budget for for security goes up every year. Wow. And that is that is not um an, an, uh, sort of a way where I hope the uh, the game wants to go, and I can. I was hoping it was going to be a bit better, but yeah. it was obviously very different as well this week because there was no European crowd there at right. all, right. really. So it became very one-sided. But it's, it's sad to see family fathers behave this way because it is only men, pretty much, and um, too drunk and, and uh, personal uh, mm-hmm. um, things over and over and over and over again and, and it gets a bit old and, and I was hoping we'd, we'd come a bit further but uh, apparently not yeah that's, mm. that's not good and, and it's and, unfortunate and, and guess what uh, television uh, covered that up a little bit I mean they, they were actually saying things yeah. like well the, the, the crowd is really well behaved well no they weren't I heard I <laughs> no, heard it weren't. on I heard it on television how bad it was yeah. you know so uh, no, they weren't. Yeah, right um so, so Robert, as we look at the European team, obviously uh, you've got some some veteran players that yeah. uh, you know uh, Ian Poulter may have played his last, and still unbelievable that he's yet to lose a singles match. And yeah. you yeah. got Paul Casey, and you got some guys that you're going to have to replace. Where where's the younger talent coming from on this team? I mean, do you have some guys that you're that y'all are looking at? Yeah, at, at the moment, I think we're going to look probably definitely two players. I would think probably play their last with Coulter and, and, and Westwood. You forgot him is forty eight, so they probably play their last. I would think, as you said, Casey's definitely. They might be able to squeeze another one and Garcia, but I mean, we need definitely definitely the newer generation to keep to keep um, uh, developing and, and going forward. And at the moment, it looks a little bit empty, unfortunately. Does it really? A, a, a couple of really young Danish uh, brothers, uh, Hoygaard, Rasmus and Nikolai, really, really good players. Yeah. Um, but they're only 20. So probably not for next time, maybe in four or six years' time, they, they right. could be really, really good. But, um, I mean, we also have players that miss that can still play. I mean, Henrik, we've done so we can squeeze another one out sure. if he plays good enough. Keimer has the capability if he gets back to his his old game. You have Justin, Rose. Justin Rose. Yeah. Mm. So there is also more veteran players that did miss out. Miss yeah. out. Alex Noren, another one. Yeah. So there is... Um, there is um, uh, quality around, but it, it is a little bit worrying, I would say, for European golf. The the players that are now probably between 25 and 32, it's not as many as we probably would like. Yeah. But um, yeah, so but, but hopefully they can come people from from a bit of left field sometimes, and we can be lucky and and uh, 
we need to regroup and, and see what we can do for for Rome because I mean it's uh, in two years time it's going to be a new one and that's going to be our home field advantage yeah. and, and uh, it's going to be a fantastic uh, city to play a Ryder Cup at <clears throat> and to host the Ryder Cup so it'll be good. Yeah, again, we're talking with uh, European Vice Captain Robert Carlson, also PGA Tour Champions uh, member. You know, I think uh, the one thing that I will take away is the fact that uh, if what Rory McIlroy said in his interview after his singles match doesn't get people fired up about their next Ryder Cup, then I don't know if anything ever will. I mean, he, he basically laid it out there for everybody, laid out, you know, I'm sure the entire European squad feels the same way. Um, I'm not so sure the Americans do. I, I actually kind of felt like the Americans, I told these guys earlier, I felt like their advantage this time around was they were a team of individuals. I think Stricker kind of let them prepare like individuals, and I think it may have helped the American side out, but certainly the European squad seems to be much more of a cohesive team that enjoys hanging out with each other. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm very impressed by Steve Stricker's uh, leadership and I, I read an interview yesterday um, with David Slav because he's now starting to prepare already yeah, for uh, right. for next, next year's President's Cup so he they, he definitely let them do whatever they wanted and uh, he did the team meetings at the course because every day we pretty much waited for a police escort otherwise we couldn't get out of the course so um, he had all the team meetings at the course so when they came back to the hotel there was no um no uh, dinners together, so everybody could keep doing their individual thing, which is definitely was their their success formula this week. I mean, our team, we wanted to eat together. Right. We, we yeah, it was right. a fantastic um, atmosphere in the team, and we had a really, really good week. Uh, but as I said, they they found their formula to to get the most out of their players. Robert, do you believe, as I do, that Victor Hovland is the next shooting star for Europe? And the PGA yeah. Tour, uh, yeah, yeah he, he just looks like a can't miss guy. <laughs> you right? No, he's a he's a uh, fantastic young man to have. To, I mean, in our team room, he was fantastic. Was he uh, great? That's when great. you come in as a as a young player and a rookie to to take your place the way he did it in a very humble way, but also in a very clear way, mm-hmm. he knew what he wanted and uh, fantastic team player. Yeah, and uh, and a fantastic guy, and, and his game is extremely good. So. I really, really hope for for him and for Europe that he will keep keep playing the way he's doing and and keep improving because he's got very much potential and he could be a really really good role model for European players. Yeah, he seems like one of those kids that uh, you know nothing seems to bother him. Obviously, when he hits a bad shot, he's not happy about it, but he he's able to move on. And I think that's a key in today's game is that yeah, you're going to hit bad shots. Yeah. We all know we're going to hit bad shots, but the ability to move on and forget about it just he seems to have that ability to just put things behind him. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He's he's a very uh, he's got a very mature head on his shoulders, that's for sure. So yeah, he's very impressed. I was very impressed by him. Uh, I literally only learned to know him uh, over the last two or three weeks. Mm. So um, yeah, I was very impressed. I was over in England and played in at Wentworth in our PGA Championship. So we had a team dinner there and I sat with him with him there. So. Um, uh, I was, I mean, very impressed, and it's also turned into a good friend. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. He's a fantastic young man, and, and just, just hope he keeps going. And no injuries is going to come in his way, because I think that's probably the only thing that can stop him. Well, Robert, we always appreciate the time you give us, and uh, good luck in the rest of the uh, Champ Tour season, and uh, keep playing well and get that win. Thank you very much. Thank you, Robert. All right, thanks a lot. That is uh, Robert Carlson.